Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and joining me today is my good friend and best lawyer at TMZ, Derek Kaufman. Buttering me right up. The chair feels good. I haven't been in it in a while though. You know, like the settings were a little... A little different than usual. You have someone short in here? And Melanie was in here yesterday to got discuss it. her viral Kanye clip. That would explain why it's very warm. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> For some reason. All right, we can cut that out. That was weird. <laughs> um, all right, we got some really... We cut nothing. This is live to tape. Go <laughs> right. Ahead. Damn. So we got some very legal stories today. In a good way, though. That often sounds boring when you pitch it like that. But no, these, these are, are meaty stories. These are meaty stories. So Trump and his team... Uh, vowing to wage a holy war on Taylor Swift if she endorses Joe Biden like she did in 2020. She's already done it once. They don't want her to do it again. I think he's met his match. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about Kim Zolciak. She has recently gone to the police to accuse estranged husband, Croy Beeman, of stealing, and I quote, Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of jewelry and purses from her. The saga continues. It's amazing. The cops are so involved. They had their own reality crew. It's just police officers with body cams. It's amazing. <laughs> it's true. It really is. It's true. We'll also do our almost news segment. Our news segment we do at the end of every episode where it's a story that doesn't quite make the cut, but for some reason it does at the end of the show. So we'll talk about that. Um, but to begin with, God, I don't know if you guys have been following this OnlyFans model, uh, who murdered, uh, has been charged with murdering her boyfriend. Well, the new development in that case, um, of Courtney Clenny is that her parents have also been charged this time with a felony, um, they had unauthorized access or excessive access to the victim's computer. Yeah, remember, she's been charged with murder, as you said, of her of her then boyfriend, Christian Ambumseli. She says it was self-defense. There are there's this gruesome video of her just covered in blood because it was a stabbing death. Um, and she's been charged with that. And her parents in the aftermath got access to uh, his computer, or she got access to the computer, and apparently there are a lot of text messages, thousands of text messages, where they're furiously trying to figure out, what's this guy's password? They want to get into his computer, for what reason, sort of unknown, apparently inside is a spreadsheet about his crypto holdings, which is sort of a flashback in time. Remember when those mattered? Uh, no, I mean, they, they just hey, wait. we still got our spreadsheets, right? We're just, just waiting wait. on the market to pick up. Um, but in any event, they, they were looking for the password. Apparently, they did uh, figure it out. It ended up being, I think, his birthday. Uh, I mean. Which is like everyone's password. So they just sort of plugged it in and it they got access. The, it should have been the first thing they guessed. Why I, they have to send thousands of text messages? I agree. Like, plug in his birthday. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, going to work. That. Right oh. after one, two, three, four, you plug in the birthday. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So they plug that in. They get access to his his computer. Computer and then sort of they're poking around and there's some of these text messages. You know, you're not allowed to do that. Even though he is, he's dead, they are now tampering with 
evidence from an active investigation. So they have been arrested. She's obviously facing these charges. This has gotten very complicated mm. for them now because there's always a lot of pressure to cut some sort of deal and roll over and char and 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 take a plea of some sort. And she hasn't done that yet. She's maintained that she is um, sort of she acted in self defense. This was an abusive relationship, and she shouldn't be charged with murder. And she wants to get off entirely. Now that we got now they got her parents, and sometimes when that happens, you change your views a little bit. I don't know how Courtney Clenny feels, but if they got my mama. I might sort of soften a little bit and say, well, I don't want her to go through this. Maybe let's do some sort of global plea deal. I don't know how it'll shake out, but it's very serious now. These are felonies. And if you're sort of like innocent of what's being alleged about you, then why would you want to access his computer to see what he's got? And like, like just you're innocent. So just like keep going, be innocent. Yeah. I mean, look, there are, there are, I guess, innocent explanations for wanting to get into your loved one's computer after they die. Maybe you, maybe there were some accounts you wanted access to that he said he was going to give you. I, I don't know. Maybe she just was like, I miss him and I want to sort of like feel connected to him. So I want to look at his crypto holdings or whatever <laughs> it is. There's innocent explanations, but you're right. This smells really bad. Mm. And at a minimum, the prosecutors are like, well, it's a crime. You're accessing evidence, so you're not allowed to tamper with it. And it's going to look really bad. And that you guys are trying to hack into his computer after you after he was killed in this interaction. And also the, the prosecutors haven't said like what they did specifically once they had access, you know, they're claiming, you know, that there was only these crypto holdings on there, but maybe they deleted something. Maybe they changed something. Who knows what well, they did? That's where your mind goes because these guys, they had a volatile relationship. There's a lot of evidence of that. So I don't think she can really run too far from that. And if there are text messages or something on that computer, cause you know how sometimes your phone will sync with your computer and it'll store old text messages. If you doctor those in any way to say like, Oh, that looked like a bad fight. Don't want the prosecutors getting that. Big, big problems. You can't do that for your daughter. I know you would ride or die for, for our kids, but you really can't hack their dead boyfriend's computer when right. when they get into hot water. Okay, noted. As a lawyer. Noted. You not you marked that down. Is that free legal advice right That's there? That's just for you. That's so we've also got like the parents have got their mug shots up right now. Yeah. Um, and we'll see what happens. Um, they're going before like going to court and they're like, it's Oh, they just... face, they face real prison time. I mean, these are not unserious charges. Sometimes they'll throw like, eh, the, we, we got your parents on a parking ticket or a lane violation. And you're like, it doesn't matter. He'll just pay the fine. These are felonies. So this is, this is serious business. Uh, th both her parents have been arrested. They've got mug shots. They do face time and prosecutors will push these charges because it does relate to the bigger fish that they want to catch, which or the bigger fish that they want to convict, which is Courtney. Is it, when does she go to trial? I'm not sure. Sometimes this year, maybe? Yeah, it should it should be soon. You know you have a right to a speedy trial, but this has been a very complicated investigation. Obviously, there's elements of now computer hacking and, and so forth. So it, it, it takes time to put together your case. And, and the judge, even though you have a right to a speedy trial, will generally let the prosecutors work things out. It's going to be massive. It's going to be a big, big public trial. Plus, it's in, it's in Florida. And in Miami, that's a big jurisdiction where people are. It's like the media here. They're very interested in this case. It's a very high profile. Okay, on to our next story. It seems like the 2024 election will be Trump versus Taylor Swift, <laughs> which is just mind-blowing because Trump and his aides are preemptively going on the attack of Taylor Swift, assuming that she will endorse Biden like she already did in their previous matchup in 2020. Now, Taylor Swift has built up so much goodwill over the last four years, you know, specifically the last, you know, six months when she's been dating Travis and going to the NFL games, like she is 
bigger than a celebrity even. She's bigger than like Michael Jackson, it feels. She's she's Beethoven right she's now. She's not only big, but her fans feel as strongly about her as Trump's fans feel about him. I mean, this is the first sort of, you know, there's a sort of delusional attachment and idolatry. You see this with, with Taylor Swift fans as well. We have one in our office. You see the way Mel sort of feels very defensive about anything you say about mm. about Taylor Swift. That's the way MAGA people feel about Trump. It's and their identity. It, yeah, exactly. It sort of it sort of consumes them in a way. And Biden has been pawing at her door. He knows he had her in 2020 when it was the stakes were really high. And she came out. She's like, look, I got Biden flavored cookies or Biden designed cookies. <laughs> yeah. So Biden flavor. I wonder what flavor. That, what <laughs> I don't that know what the flavor like. <laughs> Oh, old. It's and- old menthol. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dr. Scholl's flavor. Uh, but in any event, he he he's pawing at her door a little bit because he tweeted at her, said, like, are you ready for this next cycle? So he would love, Biden would love to just win the election, but have it be about Trump versus Taylor Swift. As oh. you, had, you know, let this be a battle between who's more popular because Taylor's the most popular person in the world. I don't care how big Donald Trump is. Trump doesn't with agree with fans. you. Trump doesn't agree. Trump has been saying privately that he's more popular than Taylor Swift. Now, I don't know what the truth wow. is. Wow. Because... As you say, Trump fans are so passionate about him and Taylor Swift. Who would win, do you think, in a potential real election between those two if Biden wasn't it? If it was Taylor versus Trump, who do you think would be more popular? I think Taylor Swift is more popular, meaning more people love Taylor Swift than love Donald Trump. But his core 40% stranglehold is are some of the most zealous people on earth, and they all go out and vote. So if she was able to motivate young people to go to the polls, she would win in a landslide. It would not even be close if she could get her actual army of fans to go to the polls, which I think she has that kind of control. I mean, the people like Mel will do whatever she says. They're a little bit like zombies for her yes. in the way that he has his zombie army. And I think her zombie army is bigger. Do you disagree? No, no, no. I, I, I agree, which is why. But Biden's zombie army of like old people in nursing homes, they're hard to get up out of there. Out of their well, they, they are nearly dead. You yeah. know what I mean? It, 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 I mean, <laughs> this is just literal truth. Yeah, right. right. But but it, it will be interesting to see if Taylor does or says anything. I mean, I think she will because the stakes will be so high and come towards the end of the year, it's going to be such a fever pitch in this country that if she doesn't say anything and Trump does get in the guy who like, you know, pushed back abortion rights, which I know she feels very strongly for and a bunch of other issues that I know she feels on the other side of. If he got back in and she didn't stand up and say anything, then people would be looking at her in a different way. I think that's a low probability. I think she's going to say something. She's now like on record with her politics a bit more, you know, like she endorsed Biden in 2020. She's so big that she's impenetrable. She's not worried about losing some fans who are Trump, Trump fans. You know, I think, I think she will endorse because there will be so much pressure and she'll come out for Biden. Then the question is what do the Trump surrogates do to like oppo research on on Taylor Swift how do you you know sort of chisel away at that like sort of edifice of uh you know sort of fandom like they're trying already they're trying already to say we will you know we will what do do you say I I, I don't know that how do you go neg on on Taylor Swift she's like America's sweetheart well I mean that's basically what they're silently you know under the radar sort of threatening that if you take a stand against us we will take a stand against you. And, and they're trying to advise, like warn her, don't alienate half your fan base. You'll, you won't be popular anymore. But I mean, I think if 
Taylor Swift bake some more cookies, I don't think that's going to alienate half of the country. Not a chance. And and I think she will actually maybe even get out on the stump. If she feels like th- there's a real sense in this country that Trump is running away, obviously, with the Republican nomination. Everyone is dropping out. It's going to be Trump. And it, there's a feeling of momentum that even though the economy is doing well, Biden is just an unpopular president for whatever reason. The vibe session, they call it, all this kind of stuff. Um, and he's going to need someone like her. And I think she will be more vocal than just holding the pan of cookies. And mm. then you're going to see Vivek Ramaswamy come out. Yeah. Just sort of badmouth her. And I wonder what they're going to say because it's so easy to say what you want about Trump. He's under a lot of criminal indictments. That's pretty bad. You just point to the actual reality. What do you say about Taylor? She's like in a relationship with a football player. She's America's sweetheart. It's very hard to go negative on her. It really is. God. And if she, if she has any influence over the election, which she would if she said anything, she almost, if she, if she helps Biden come in and you can provably say, wow, maybe Trump would have won without Taylor, she becomes almost the most important person in the history of the country. Yeah, it's like Oprah on steroids. We always used to talk about, oh, who's Oprah going to adore? Should she run? Taylor, to me, is is that kind of figure, but blown exponentially higher because her fans are much more ardent. You know, we all love Oprah, but do we really want her to run for president? I think her people really want Taylor in the White House. Oprah isn't on steroids. She's on Ozempic. <laughs> another drug similar picked, to that. I picked, the know, wrong, uh, I picked the wrong injection. But Oprah on steroids. Steroids would be quite something, maybe. Maybe for her 75th, she comes out young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, on to our next story. Kim Zolciak keeps Zolciaking because, oh, yakking. She yeah. done, she, she done a lot of yakking at the police oh, yeah. station. Um, this time she is claiming that Croy has stolen up to a million dollars maybe worth of jewelry and purses from her. He locked it in a safe, then he took it away. She even said in in the police report that she um, she thinks he's been selling it off and yeah. earning money. Let, before we talk about it, let's just listen to some of that police report now. I have supposed to get all my belongings out of my master today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I have four girls coming. I flew her in from LA. Uh-huh. And my husband just said, not letting you into the master. So, stolen jewelry yeah. and purses. So Are you all... No. Separate. No, we live in the same house, but divorce, going to a divorce, yes. Is it finalized? No. Then it's still going to be marital property at this point. Well, all the jewelry was mine before I ever met him. All the jewelry that he sold. But when y'all got married, it, it became joint. So your, yours becomes his and his becomes yours. No, like my right? engagement ring I can sell because it was premarital. Anything that's premarital. Is that what you're... Yeah, so this is interesting. Unlike the 911 call we saw with Croy where he is just a volcanic ball of rage. You remember that one at the house? Here she's very calmly going to a police station and she's explaining that he... What she says is he's taken her purses and jewelry, things that she believes are her separate property, and sold them off, pawned them off to to make money, and she's reporting that incident. The cop is a little skeptical. He's like, well, wait a minute. You're married, so when you get married, a lot of things you acquire, they're going to be marital property. you got to work that out in divorce. What he's basically saying is, that sounds like a civil case. And she's trying to explain, no, this is my stuff. This is my kid's stuff. He is actually stealing it. He's taking it as seriously as possible, but she's going to have a hard time with this. That's why you do these things in divorce court. He's not, he lives in the house. It's not like he's a burglar who came in and stole her stuff. It's like stuff in your house is kind of a civil matter that you deal with, with your wife, but she's very serious and she's calm. And I think this is what drives Croy crazy is every time he is like angry, she's like calmly like, I'll just go to the police department with my little friend over here. And that only makes him angry. You think he did steal her jewelry or like, I mean, I I know the police is saying that, when you're married, whatever is yours is his and vice versa. But 
do, do you think that, you know, potentially he did take all her jewelry and is pawning it off now? That's, that's a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to do. The cop's a little sloppy with what is actually community property. He's like, anything in a marriage is community property or marital property. No, it's not. The stuff you come in prior is your premarital property, and that should remain separate unless you commingle it. So he's just trying to be like, look, lady, go deal with this. This isn't a cop matter. But she says, my lawyer told me to come here because he stole some stuff that was mine before we met. I don't know what Croy did. I, I don't put anything past this this cuckoo bananas relationship. I don't. Do you? I mean, when I saw him outside the house, usually Croy is pretty composed. But when I saw that side of him, where he was like absolutely enraged, sure, I bet he went to a safe but, and ha, took some stuff and has, threw it around. Ha, but has a girl not ever enraged you? Oh, like, uh, I mean, what daily, day? Daily. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel volcan- I just don't have the same sort of. Uh, outburst as Croy, but yeah, you feel it. I mean, yeah. it, it depends. I, I don't think just a calm demeanor means that you're sort of like innocent, you know, or, 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 or the, the angry person, maybe they're angry about, like, who knows what the truth is? I'm just saying emotion doesn't always mean that means you're guilty. You're 100% right. And sometimes the calm person is like kind of like, you're enraged because they seem to be winning the argument with their calm. Yeah. And, and that only stokes the flames more because you're just like, how is this happening? She's clearly nuts. And right. now that you're here, she's putting on this calm demeanor. I I don't know. They they got to they got to get away from each other. <laughs> well, why are they the still married? House. Why aren't they divorced yet? Why why why? I think the financial difficulties mean that they have to stay together. They I don't think one of them has the like wherewithal to go get an apartment. I don't think they have a lot of cash right now. Maybe they have some jewels and he's trying to pawn it off so he can go get a little flat. I don't know, a little <laughs> A little bachelor pad because being in the same house is really toxic for them and it's bad for the kids. I mean, there's a we laugh about this, but it's really sad. They got like yeah. really young kids. Yeah, that, that one of the kids was the one who called the cops on them in the first place. Yeah, and to see that, you know, look, I, I'll be honest. I, I fight sometimes with my wife you around do? my kids. I try not to, and it's like bad. So you like catch yourself short, you know, and say this is not good for them to listen to. Ooh. What do you guys fight about? Oh boy, what don't we fight about? <laughs> Dinner, finances, and everything. <laughs> okay, okay. Onto our final story, our almost news segment. Love it. So Vanderpump Rules premiered last night. The new season is back. And there's an interesting little detail that fans have pointed out since watching the episode. Because in the opening credits of the show, um, Ariana Maddox and her friend Katie Maloney, I think her name is, their, their, their sandwich shop is up and running. The the sandwich shop is called Something About Her. And to fans' surprise, you know, they're in there, like, running, like, handing out sandwiches. They've got waitresses. They, 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 they've got customers there who are being served at the table. Sandwiches look delicious. Oh, the sandwiches look to die for. They really? Like a nice focaccia almost? Yeah. The only problem is... The sandwich shop isn't open yet. It's like not open for business. It doesn't have the permits it needs. These two women have already sunk over a million dollars allegedly into this business, but they still don't have like permits for the patio and different. They need to replace the floor or something apparently. So can I tell you, they sunk all this money and they named it something about her. That doesn't make me hungry at all. Like something about her is one of those terrible like girly names. I hate that name. I I, I, I don't like that. It doesn't make you think that the sandwiches are going to be any good. But but the sandwiches don't even exist yet. So allegedly all of this is just fake and set up and the, the sandwiches are from a different shop. The waiters are like actors mm-hmm. and the customers are extras. And so 
this is what people are saying. They're like trashing it, right? They're, 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 they're trashing, trashing it. it because you see these sandwiches. They're perfectly composed. But you're saying the restaurant isn't open. We we live here in L.A., so we can go by this spot, and there's no restaurant that's there's functioning no... right now. So so what exactly are you trying to pitch to the public that there's this vibrant restaurant with beautiful focaccia sandwiches? Yeah, it, it, it's just bizarre. Like I don't know why they'd even do it, and I I, I don't even know why you'd maybe they're manifesting the sandwich shop. They want it to exist. This is what it, they're giving everyone a sneak preview. I mean. The, the nice way of saying this is they're trying to show you what it'll look like. The mean way is they're deceiving the public. The restaurant isn't even open. Right. And I just think but that. But why, why are you so upset? You Because because Ariana Maddox is like the good girl in the Scandaval story accusing Tom of being so deceptive and underhanded. And here she is being deceptive and, you know. In a restaurant of lies. A, it's a restaurant <laughs> of lies. Like, we want to eat something about her sandwiches. <laughs> and, and where are our yeah. sandwiches? Yeah. No, I look, I, I don't love this either because it's sort of like, also pulls the curtain back on, this is a reality show. And yes. even in the introduction, we, we all accept that there's some scripted moments, there's some scripted setups. You know, I think that's a an understanding that, that even the audience has now about reality television, but I do expect my sandwich shops to be real. I expect the like, I don't expect them to be on a studio lot. They should at <laughs> least be going to real restaurants, drinking real coffee in cups, you know, like. If that's it, fake, then like what else is fake sort of thing? You now, know what I mean? Now it's, it's like more fake than like a pretty realistic biopic. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's it's even further into fantasy land. At some point it's just a cartoon. Maybe they just, just sketch out the reality shows. It's like, it's so unreal now that they are even faking the sandwich shop. Yeah. Come on. What's your favorite sandwich? Ooh, oh, where do I where do I be in the city? No, 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 you don't oh, have to oh, say oh, the, the store. style of sandwich. Yeah, what, what do you like to eat? My favorite style of sandwich is an Italian, an Italian combo. I think that 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 combination. Oh, did you just like too much narrow meat. your eyes? Too much meat. Oh, all the best meat. Isn't though. that like sam like like uh, oh, it's mortadella, and, salami, and they all are just playing with each other. Because no. the turkey sandwich kind of flat. You know what I mean? That's just turkey flavor. I don't want my meat to be playing with each other. What do you want? You like falafel? You like, I like a, veggie? I like a tuna melt. Oh, I love a tuna melt. I actually should have said tuna melt. I love a tuna melt. One of the rare warm fish sandwich with cheese sounds <laughs> horrendous, and it's delicious. I make them for my kids probably three times a week. <laughs> Carter houses a tuna, and you want to get protein in your kids. He loves a tuna melt, dude. Uh, it's cheap. You get a can of tuna, you get a little cheddar cheese, you go cheddar on top. Of course. Uh, yeah, I, I tried it with other, uh, we've tried a lot of melts in my house. Before. Sometimes they do it with Swiss. I don't like it with Swiss. It doesn't taste good. You need no. a sharp something to cut through that yes. tuna. Even provolone doesn't do it for me. No, provolone I... tastes like feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It does. Well, thanks for joining me here today, Derek. It's been fun. I'm glad you brought up tuna melts. I take <laughs> I take it back and we both, our favorite sandwich is tuna melts. Yeah, okay. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Yeah.